Ich bin Ludwig und ihr hört das BS Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to Drop a Load. Like always, I'm Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And here with us is our very, very special guest, Lance Mannion. Oh, go on, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, I think last time we had him was like in the, the 40s? Something no like idea. that. The 60s? It's been a long time. Lance discovered us one day, what, two years ago, when he was trying to uh, when he was trying to promote his holiday, National Have Sex with an Ugly Person Day, April 2nd. And then ever since then, it's just we've just been good friends. He's been on a couple times, and we always have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was, it was love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. So do you have anything to advertise this time around, Lance? Well, you, you call me a little uh, pre-advertising. I'm, I'm actually just um, getting the next book back from the printer, so it'll probably be released, um, thinking about probably about uh, three or four weeks from now. It's, uh, the new book is going to be called uh, What You Don't Understand. What yeah. You Don't Understand. Okay, all right. There so this, uh, this this will come out late next uh, Sunday, so it'll be like another week um, beforehand. So, all right, we can start heavy promotion on that. Uh, you said What You yeah, Don't this, Understand. This is building up you know, the outrageous hype. That will go on with a typical Lance Mannion release. I mean, do you have a set uh, release date for it? Um, when you self-published, it's you know there's very little. Uh, you know, you're not fooling anybody by giving them a release date. Usually, <laughs> you're sitting in your own house in your underwear, and you're like, oh, I think I'll release it, and you click a button, and it's released. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's uh, you're gonna you're have. Like, Dude, am I am I releasing it at one o'clock or two o'clock? That's the big decision. <laughs> so is it uh, you have uh, hard copies as well as it's gonna be on digital as well? Yeah, yeah. I, I release it um, through Create Space, which is where you can find the uh, the hard copy, and then Smashwords is where I release the uh, the ebook format. Okay. All right, you heard that, guys. Lance Mannion is, is revving up to release a new book called What You Don't Understand in three to four weeks whenever he feels like releasing it. Yeah, possibly at 1 or 2 p.m. <laughs> is that the time you wake up? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you know, lunch, if I spill something, it may push the release back another hour. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everything going? I, I do, I, I do like, cause, you know, you start to pay attention to these things. You know, when you're, when you're writing the book, you know, you spend... You know, months with your head down, clacking away. But then, when you start thinking about releasing it, you start noticing like how real books get released and and how real authors talk. And it just makes you just glad as hell that you're an independent author. Because <laughs> if I had to listen to one more pretentious, self-important prick who is you know trying to talk about themselves to promote their book, it, it makes you want to blow your own head off. <laughs> so, what do you have to say about yourself, Lance? Yeah, about your new book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you've got a gun handy, because I could talk about myself for hours. 
Well, anyway, how, how's everything been? It's been quite a long time since we've had you on. It's been good. You know, it's uh, living, the, living the life. It's, uh, I don't, uh, you know, have huge expectations for the book. So when, you know, I get a little trickle of success here and there or, you know, somebody contacts me via the, uh, the Internet, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's nice. And I think that's where I've been. I, you know, developed a few uh, close friendships. Uh, via you know releasing books and and networks with some other people who have similar outlooks. So uh, you know you, you don't look at it in terms of you know big release date and then you know you've got uh, three years to your next book. It's more of just a plotting kind of a fun adventure. Okay. Um, how was the last National Sex with an Ugly Person Day? Any uh, any any good feedback on that? Yeah, did you get laid this time? No, I still can't. Uh, I, I can't uh, build that momentum into actually getting laid myself. But uh, hopes are hopes are high for 2016. <laughs> I do get a lot of pushback because it is threatening Christmas as the most uh, popular holiday of the year. <laughs> yeah. It starts in April, but you will literally see uh, ugly stuff in uh, stores around January. So you know, unfortunately, it's starting to crowd out Easter and some of the other holidays. If if there would actually be merchandise for this holiday, like what would you put out there? Well, I think you you just go with a really ugly mask and, and <laughs> hope that uh, the girl was drunk enough to think that's your real giant head. <laughs> All right. So it's pretty much like Halloween, but everyone just dresses up as like ugly person. Right. You just don't want to get too you know too into the sex where you pull your uh, your date's ugly head off because then you find out they're attractive and. You know, it becomes a, a pointless exercise. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not worth it anymore once you find out they're attractive. Yeah. What, what's the fucking point? The, the, the weirdest thing that's been going on, and this is segueing into what I, you know, when you uh, contact me about coming on, is I, for the first time ever, I deleted a story and didn't publish it. And you guys know me. I'm, I, I, I hate politically correct crap. I sometimes write things just to get people pissed off. But I, I, I felt such real regret about it. I figured I would, you know, you guys are the perfect people to confess to and, and throw myself on your uh, mercy to see if, in fact, I'm a, I'm a horrible person or not. Okay. But okay. I, I would, I'd written this story about listening to a, um, a black radio station, uh, WURD. It's out of Philadelphia. And I started writing it as innocently and as honestly as I could that, you know, I was listening to it over the course of a few days, a couple hours a day, just immersed in you know, trying to get a take on uh, what they call is, you know, black progressive radio. And it was the most staggering array of morons you've ever heard. Every single listener was stupider than the next one. So in my typical fashion, I'm writing away at this and, and you know, making fun of them and quoting them word for mangled word. And then I, when I read it back, it seemed hideously racist. And it was the first time I ever deleted something because I'm, I'm a bitch and a coward. And, I, and I'm still torn because every word was true. They have the dumbest fucking listeners you've ever assembled. The hosts are eloquent and they make their points. And then each caller is dumb as a brick. But it, it had such terrible racial tones that I was like, it was the first time I've fallen victim to you know, the, the politically correct crap, and then I'm still feel, feeling very conflicted about it. Um, let's see. But did you know the caller's race? Like, or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was 
personally don't think it's racist because you were literally just quoting them and yeah. like exposing them for who they are and if they're fucking ignorant and stupid they're fucking fucking ignorant and stupid regardless of race however i would like to hear you read a quote from it <laughs> he deleted it he deleted it but i'm sure I deleted he deleted it it's gone and that's why i feel Damn. terrible about it. but and, and it's it's i swear it's the tip of the pc iceberg we have bruce jenner people sitting there you know with a straight face telling us you know how gorgeous he looks, and and nobody is saying a word. And I'm my head's spinning. I'm like, what kind of PC bullshit is that? Bruce Jenner is a man dressing up like a woman. Doesn't make him a bad guy, but he's not a hero. He's a moron. He's he's a he's a he's, sex is an anatomical definition. You're male or you're female. It's not a choice. And and people sit there with a straight face and put him on the cover and say, isn't he gorgeous? And, and I'm sitting there to every one of my male friends who says, who parrots that bullshit. I'm like, would you sleep with him? Is he gorgeous enough, gorgeous enough that you would suck Bruce Denner, Jenner's dick? And they're all going to say no. But the PC culture says, oh, let's celebrate the courage of Caitlyn Jenner. It's horseshit. But even I'm not writing about it because, boom, you'll be tarred and feathered if, God forbid, you say something that's true. Whoa, okay. <laughs> that... <laughs> Yeah, I, I would agree that he is, she, he is not gorgeous at all. I think, what? She, yeah. I, I don't think she's ugly, and I think... She's fucking ugly. <laughs> I don't think she's ugly, personally. And, um, and that's where I guess we are going to disagree, because like it's not necessarily part of PC culture, I just... I just uh, believe in gender dysphoria, you know. Like I, I believe that he or she believes that she's a woman. Like it's not, it, 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 you know, anatomically that's how we used to define things. But if you know, if she really believes that she's a woman, then she, I personally think she's a woman. And okay, so let's say let, I, I got a question for you then. Yeah. So he, she, whatever, you know, runs over somebody over and kills them, and and now is looking at going to prison. Which prison does? she go to oh wow that's an interesting question but I, it's not i don't know again to me it would depend on the sex organ that he or she has oh she he hasn't she hasn't uh gone so, through gender reassignment so she surgery. still has a penis she has a then penis, she goes yeah. to the male yeah i guess so that's to me that's the only way to determine that like i'm so. sorry like if you've gone if you've done the whole operation then yeah go to the female's uh right prison but if you still have a dick you go to the fucking male's prison. i mean like but uh, in terms of like you know, the political correctness of it, like, I do uh, see what you're talking about. It's kind of crazy that you are not allowed to say anything bad about about her. But, like, um, and I don't know, it's weird because, like, you know, different... Uh, there's a lot of definitions of courage and a lot of definitions of what a hero is supposed to be. Uh, I believe that 
you know, I don't necessarily believe that... She, oh, and it's weird, because I do believe she's a hero, but then I also believe that, like, soldiers in Iraq are heroes as well. Like, well, there's... I, I just don't think it's, like, mutually exclusive. I think both can be heroes in their own fucking way. And, yeah, if you say something bad about her, I'm not gonna disagree... I'm, I'm not gonna agree with you, but I'm not gonna get pissed off about it, because it's your opinion. I don't give a shit what your opinion what is. What makes Bruce Jenner... Uh, Kaylee... Which one is it? Her name, um, her name Caitlin? is... Caitlin. 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 What makes Caitlin a hero? Okay. Um, it's because in today's society, uh, transphobia is still very, very, uh, very, very out there, you know, like you, it's like Lance, they don't really believe that trans, mm-hmm. uh, transgenders exist. You don't, you're not, if you're not anatomically a man or a woman, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're not that gender. Gender is not a choice. And it's because that she came out as publicly as she did, regardless of what people said, that's what makes her a hero. Because courage, apparently, is defined by facing adversity. Yeah, but that also kind of makes, like, especially from the family that he or she comes from, it makes him, like, an attention whore at the same time. Not necessarily, because, like... He could have easily... Caitlyn could have easily just gone through this process and just not be in the public eye. No, 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 no. there's a reason why And just go on with their lives without... There's, having a show about I mean, it. Yeah, having a show about it is, is not... Having a show about whatever. it, to me, does not make you a hero. But, like, again, if you let me finish, um, when it comes to public, uh, publicly coming out like that, it kind of gives people, um, transgenders, the ability to come out on their own. It kind of... they She becomes a big figure in that community, therefore giving people hope that, like, maybe it's okay. Maybe I can come out and say, yes, I'm a transgender as well. That's why she's a hero to that community. Not necessarily to me... But mm-hmm. I understand why she can be defined as a hero. And I understand why she can be defined as courageous. People will look at her as a hero because she set an example for everybody who was afraid to come out as a transgender. I guess so. But then in that way, anyone who is gay in the public eye is a hero as well. Anyone who comes out publicly, yeah. Not all, not necessarily. Why not, like, though? Why not? They're, they're brave as well. But they're not a hero? I don't know. It, it depends. Like I mean, Neil Patrick Harris is is not a hero nowadays. It's it's like it, you know, it's obvious that that uh, homophobia is still out there and rampant. But like transphobia is way way more. Um, I, I understand. Way but stronger. To, at, at least maybe to those people, he, she's a oh, hero. Yeah. But to me and to norm, like other people that aren't transgender yeah. or anything like that, they. She's not a hero to any of us. That's I understand that, okay. and that's your opinion. I agree. So she can't like, just say she's a national hero, and she's just a hero of certain people. Again, I I, I just said like I th- I think she's a I hero. I think Lance though. hung up or yeah, hung I know. Himself. Han, Han, Lance is fucking pissed at me. <laughs> Lance is like, "Fuck you, pouch! I'm never talking to you again." Like I'm kind of in between both you and Lance. Like I'm not all the way like Lance side, and I'm not all the way on your side. At yeah, all. but like I'm not one of those like if if you oh, saw. I think you're you just. I think you put yourself in the extremist category, dude. No, but like. Okay, speaking of extremists, can we can we change the topic? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Or Ben Ben Carson comes out and says what everybody in America thinks, which is nobody wants a Muslim president, and now he's getting he's getting absolutely beaten up. That is complete PC crap. Nobody in this country. Once the president's going to bring a box cutter onto Air Force One and crash it into the White House. That's all he's saying. He doesn't want Sharia law in the United States. Nobody wants Sharia law. He says it, and everybody attacks him as some, you know, racist lunatic. Again, where, like... Where, you know, you talk about extremists, I think the 
extremists are actually running the the culture right now. There's two extremes, you know. There's two. There, there is. There are the extreme PC people, which I'm not one of them. I'm not going to get angry if you say something like that. I, I don't give a shit, you know. Yeah. And then there are. I don't know what I have to say to get you angry. I'm throwing <laughs> all this my best stuff at you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, okay, I in that sense, it's just like you know, who really gives a shit what the religion of the president is? I mean, like, have you ever thought about like, oh, what the fuck is Barack Obama's religion? You know, like, no one's really. It, it, I'm sure if if they're a if they're a good politician, it should not affect their decisions. Yeah. Okay, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, I, I don't think um I don't know I don't think Islam is it, like the Islam religion is gonna affect his fucking decisions as a president. Like I don't I I think what he said is very racist, but I'm not gonna attack him for it because I'm I'm not that you know I'm not that extreme. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like, have you just, did you see the South Park episode they aired last week? No. Oh, okay. Well, the season premiere of South Park, they went after the PC assholes that kept that, that cons- consistently bitch and fight people who aren't quote unquote PC. And like that whole episode, I'm just like, I'm glad I'm not one of those people because <laughs> I am politically correct to an extent, but I'm not gonna sit here and try to lecture you if I don't think that you, if, if if I disagree with you and shit like that. I mean, I just did right now because I was just explaining my opinion, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> I was gonna say, boy, that ship sailed. <laughs> yeah. Uh. No, and, and don't give me. I mean, I mean, you know me. If you read my stuff, I mean, all religion is, is freaking loopy to me. And starting next week, I've got the Pope in Philadelphia clogging up all my roads and bringing the city to a grinding halt. <laughs> so you know, it's it's not like I, I think one is any better or worse than the next. Okay. So don't do you anything know, extreme. Look at it, the, the Pope is gonna preach about how no one should have guns while he's surrounded by guards with guns. He's going to preach against capitalism when the Vatican City is sitting on more wealth than any organization in in the history of the world, all gotten from people who believe in a guy that walked around in sandals and a loincloth and gave every penny away. No, I'm not going to have any opinion on the Pope. Oh, well, hold on. Milky is Catholic, man. Yeah, dude. Nah, I don't care. I'm, I'm throwing a wide net. Something's got to piss you guys off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything will yeah, piss me off. Yeah, you're not going to piss us all, off at the bro. moment. It's the wrong show to piss people you're off. You're going to piss off some of our listeners, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, rem- remember that episode that Lance what? talked about midgets and how they fall head first? I was, I was going to say that, but yeah. I think that pisses off like the one midget fan we had. No, but like you're not af- you're you're not afraid to say that shit about midgets, but you're afraid to say something about black people. Yeah, because a, a midget's not gonna kick my ass. <laughs> 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 Next week you'll hear that Lance Daniel got his ass kicked by a midget. Right? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. That, Just I, if it happens, pull out your phone. Yeah, if it happens, oh, dude. I, I will call you while he's kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, you guys will never guess it's a black transgender midget. <laughs> That'd be great. So you really don't have <laughs> you really don't have anything from that that blog post. Like you don't remember? A, you can't give us one quote that you remember. No, it was more, it was more just a, uh, a a rant talking about how I think it was from the from the perspective of the DJ. How you know you, you prepare a show. And you have a point you want to get across, and then you're absolutely inundated with all these morons calling, and and it, it was basically he was just desperately hoping that one person who wasn't a cretin could actually call in. 
but literally day after day, it was Morana Palooza. You know, each IQ less than the next. That actually sounds funny, though. No, I want to read that <laughs> yeah. fucking post. I really want to read you that post. You guys really should. If you could, if you, and I'm sure it's online, it's like W-U-R-D. Anytime you want a good laugh and, and at the same time be terrified, just listen in. I'll, any day, any program, once those listeners start calling in, <laughs> you literally will go buy uh, grates for your windows and an extra lock for your door. <laughs> I do see it here. 900amwrd.com. That's the one. Your online portal for independent black. And I got the. I missed the last part. I think it said Joe Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I've called in there before. Oh, wow. And the hosts are, you know, the hosts, you know, they have their agenda, you know, but at the same time, you know, they're, they're, they're thoughtful, eloquent people. They're, you know, they're, they're professionals. They don't just pull people in off the street. But it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, that they don't attract at least some reasonable listeners unless they're too scared to call, you know, feeling that they'll get lumped in with all the other idiots. Well, have, have you called into the show? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I should, I should clarify that, that, yes, only idiots call in, and yes, I have, in fact, called in the show. Oh, okay, you have? Yeah, well, I was, you know, you'll find it hard to believe, but I find, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement a complete joke and a complete hypocritical thing. So when after about the 15th caller was blaming every single problem in the black community on cops, you know, I felt I had to call in and talk to them. So, of course, it was an interesting conversation, and then for the next hour, everybody was, you know, calling up and yelling at that cracker who was taking the police aside. <laughs> Please tell me you recorded that. I, I, I was driving. I, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't. I mean, that's, that's what you guys should do. Just, you know, call in and record it because you will, you will never have a better conversation. <laughs> That's a, all of this, and like you have no evidence to show for it, and I'm disappointed. Well, that's what I want. I want you guys to shame me. I, I feel like I, I totally whipped out my deleting. It was the first time I've ever deleted. I mean, I've attacked everything from the Susan G. Coleman scam to the Special Olympics. I mean, I've, I've pissed off everybody, but I, I pussied out on this one, and I feel shame, and so... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for you guys to bust my balls and, and shame me. Yeah, you, I, well, you, you fucked up. You fucked up. You this, fucked up. This was going to be the one. Dude, I, that sounds like an amazing fucking blog. I would have read that shit. I think, no, you fucked up for sure. I would have loved to read it. I don't think it's racist at all. I think it would have been hysterical. You can't keep, rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, I may, I may have, now you've, uh, you might inspire me to try to sneak one last story into the new book. Oh, right. And you also might be responsible for me being uh, getting murdered. So, <laughs> win win for you guys. I'll check the news on Philadelphia for that shit. Yeah, believe me, for the next two weeks, all you're going to hear is the goddamn Pope. <laughs> murdered by a transgender black midget. That's going to be a, a fucking. That's probably going to make it and get a load of this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that would be like murdered by a Pope bobblehead, too. <laughs> it would be like it would take him like 300 blows to my head to finally kill me <laughs> but we don't have to worry about anything past tomorrow because the world's ending tomorrow right oh yeah it's supposed to end tomorrow September 23rd isn't that the day the world ends apparently again 
<laughs> you haven't heard that? Yeah, I wish. Just get it over with so we can get to the conclusion. <laughs> I, yeah, I, haven't, I didn't hear about it until I heard it on Tell Him Steve, Dave, and apparently it's like a big thing online. There's a lot of predictions that say, that say you know, 9-23-2015 is the end of the world. Like, for yeah. sure this time. I don't know. This time. Weird. This time. <laughs> you never hear the follow-up to these lunatics. Like, what happened the day after? They always fade into the background, and to me, that would make a fascinating story, a movie, or a, uh, yeah. you know, a, a reality series. The moron that predicted it got everybody to believe it, and then it didn't happen. Like, what do you do the next day? Yeah, because their whole life would be upside down, right? Because if they actually believed it that much as to put it out there, what the fuck do they do for the rest of their lives? They probably just all become like heroin addicts. Well, no, I, th- I think what they will do is they will take a long look at the calendar, they will see where they made their terrible mistake, and then say it's supposed to be two years from then, because that's what they're good at, <laughs> and that way all they have to do is change one of their signs and keep marching around Times Square. I think I heard that, actually. Like, the last time the world was supposed to end, like last year, the guy who predicted it said, oh, I was off by a few years, and that's how he corrected himself <laughs> afterwards. Like, I'm pretty sure. So it's like, you're not too far off, Lance. Have you done this before? Well, I have. Uh, be- before I became a, an internationally famous author, I was, in fact, a, a doomsayer. <laughs> I would only do it to get laid at college. You know, you, you basically say, yeah, you are aware that tomorrow the earth's going to end, so, you know, why not throw a little manion's way? Yeah. <laughs> you should... You should write a, a, a story about how how you believe the world's going to end and see if that goes viral. Give this... Give so much bullshit evidence to, to explain that this date is the, day, the last day of the, you know, the universe, and we'll see how far that yeah, catches. If that line... Oh, and- and make it the day after National have sex with an ugly person. There you go, and done. Just take off. Yeah, there you go. If if Lance Mannion's like pickup line about the end of the world like actually worked, then in in college he must have been fucking college from that radio station. Because well, the worst part is I would actually convince a girl that the next day the world was going to end, and I still couldn't convince him to have sex with me. <laughs> yeah, that would be. That's when you hit rock bottom. I can stand not to fuck you with this today. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't live with myself for those few minutes before the meteor struck the earth. <laughs> okay, so do you have any more to say on the PC culture? I've got, I mean, I could, I could go on all night, but uh, I think their show has to have some sort of end. Plus, I think the, uh, you know, the, the, the anti-Manion uh, tides are already uh, forming, so I want to make sure I, you know, get invited back sometime next year. <laughs> so you can celebrate next year's National Half Sex and Ugly Person Day. Um, let's just get in to get a load of this before somebody murders all of us. Do 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 do. Get a load of this. I don't know. Was he here when I started the Florida Man segment? Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. So I'm gonna, you know, as usual. Uh, well, get a load of this is where I grab a bunch of weird news articles because weird shit happens in the world all the time and it's my job to bring it out to you so we can make fun of it and dissect it. Uh, the, as usual, we start off with the Florida man. What's he doing today? This is actually a follow-up to last week's article. Mm-hmm. Wait a second, wait a second. Didn't Florida Man used to have theme music? It did, it did, but I do have a jingle that's pre-recorded already, so, you Ooh. know, we've evolved. Yeah, we're moving on up, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm impressed. 
<laughs> so you just, you just can't spring that shit on me. You gotta let me know. <laughs> he was like, "Where the fuck is the theme song?" You know, for our time's sake, why don't you sing it for him? Nah, nah, Lance uh, gotta listen in if he wants to listen to that shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, so this is a follow-up to last week's uh, Florida Man article. To catch you up, if you did listen last week, like Lance, last episode, uh, there was a guy that was appearing in uh, FIU, Florida International University, down in uh, Kendall, which is not too far away from us. Uh, there was a guy that was crawling on the floor and sniffing girls' feet. So they caught him. Yeah. Was they he was he bald? Well, yeah, he's bald. The same guy that they looked out for, they found him, and he was on a scooter, like he was last time, and the cops, you know, they started rolling around, they, they followed him, and he's like, oh shit, they're following me, so he, this led into a high-speed chase. On a scooter? On a fucking scooter! How is that a high speed? Well, as, as fast as the scooter can get. Is it 30 miles an hour? Yeah, I guess so. Were the cops chasing him on foot? <laughs> <laughs> but he wouldn't pull over like so they they you know they 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 um they chased him and i think he crashed his scooter and if, that's if these cops actually had like a lot of trouble stopping this man then they should quit right now I he guess, was on a fucking well, scooter I, I, I like the idea that they, they probably brought in some like fbi guy who who, <laughs> who heard all of the you know the evidence of the case of the guy sniffing girl's feet and he probably came to the conclusion, we want to look for a guy on a scooter. <laughs> no, there was pictures like that of was him. the first thing they said, is he'd probably ride the scooter. Your theory would or be one awesome. one of those motorcycles where there's two wheels up front and one in back. <laughs> I, anybody who rides one of those is definitely a foot sniffer. <laughs> Your theory would be great if there wasn't pictures of him on his scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. They'll probably use that in some sort of scooter advertisement. <laughs> you know, like the bad boy scooter rider. <laughs> so his name is Eddie Juan. Eddie he, Juan? Eddie Juan. He's, is, he, is he white? No, he, I, I guess not. I is don't know. Is he Chinese? I, I, I don't... Uh, let me see. And he looks like a white guy. But I could be wrong. He's 52 <laughs> years old, and yeah, they uh, they caught him after a high-speed chase on a scooter because they couldn't catch him on their in their cars, and he crashed the car. Uh, he crashed his scooter, like, a, I don't know how, but he crashed his fucking scooter, and they arrested him. And he's being um, charged with uh, violation of sexual offender registration because apparently he is a registered sex offender. Wow. Uh, fleeing and eluding, reckless driving, aggravated assault, and resisting without violence. So mm-hmm. they caught him. Justice is served. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just keep it to himself and like work at a footlock or something and get his jollies there? Hell yeah. Actually, that's a really good idea. <laughs> some well, people... you know, I do have some foot sniffing, uh, sympathetic, uh, you know, pangs, so <laughs> I'm, o- I'm always looking out for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are you trying to get people jobs at Footlocker very often? <laughs> Well, I am a manager there. You know, the Lance Manion lifestyle does demand some uh, work. So, yes, uh, and and basically, uh, you know, every I'd say every six months, we uh, we have some new Timberlands come in, and uh, it's pretty much the, the peak of my sexual uh, nature. <laughs> but yeah. Sometimes Lance like leaves me speechless. Yeah, I, I know, know right? I just I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> You got nothing to, you don't, you can't 
can't come back from Timberlands, can you? No, not really. <laughs> Them Tims. Because Timberlands apparently are very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, my guess is that he just, you know, he first of all, he is a registered sex offender, so he fucked up already. Obviously, he, he can't handle himself. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to keep trying. Hopefully I can get away with sniffing girls' feet under the feet under their under tables in the library. Yeah. That's weird that that's against the law. It may be creepy, but, you know, really, what what harm is he doing? (laughs) That's pretty much what Milky and Paco said last episode. Like, what is, they wouldn't care if he did it. Yeah, it's... He's a hero. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. He's true. To that community, he's a hero, right? He has has the courage to go out there. He's a goddamn hero. (laughs) So this he just is looked the world in the face and said, "I like to go to the library, crawl around on all fours, and sniff people's feet." God bless him. <laughs> so this is what was posed in the last um, episode because apparently Paco has been solicited to, you know, feel her feet before. How much would you charge to have someone feel your feet? What's the lowest you would go? Yeah, I, 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 I would do it for free. I love people uh, playing with my feet. <laughs> so. You're saying this 52-year-old, overweight, bald guy, if he asked you to, to play with your feet, you'd say yes for free. Okay, well, that, that didn't quite, sound quite as sexy as <laughs> um, image of some, you know, cute uh, collegiate well, girl rubbing my feet. <laughs> Thank you for killing that dream. I wouldn't do it for free, but if he pays me, like, a hundred bucks, I'm down. Yeah. You know? Now, would he be willing to wear a uh, Caitlyn Jennings disguise? <laughs> So would you do it for like fifty hundred bucks? It feels a you know a balding fifty year old man. Fifteen hundred bucks? No, fifty to a hundred bucks. Oh, I said fifteen hundred bucks. I'll blow him. Yeah. <laughs> There's the same thing I said last episode. <laughs> and no, don't start a Kickstarter. <laughs> so yeah, what's the lowest you would go to allow this man to rub your feet? Honestly, there's no way in hell. There's no amount of money other than fifteen hundred dollars. Really. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. But, but I would allow any woman to rub my feet, even if she was like 500 pounds and, and 70 years old. I don't know. It's just the, the balding 50-year-old guy. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think I could enjoy it. Okay, so what about a balding 50-year-old woman? <laughs> That's fine. She could have Adam. <laughs> All right. All right. I, 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 In fact, I may make that the backbone of a book signing. <laughs> <laughs> what about a balding 15-year-old woman who works construction? So her hands are fucked up. She wears it's on. <laughs> yeah, Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> what about a 15, 50-year-old woman who once won the decathlon in the Olympics? What? You guys, really, you don't even know Bruce Jenner's history? No, oh, I yeah, don't. That's right. He's right. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, she's a renowned she's a renowned athlete, yeah. For, well, do you still think she, she is? Way, he, he was on the ladies box for God's sake. Yeah. Even though he did it as a man, you still like she is She's still the same person, just a different gender. Is she? Yeah. Is she? She's still the same person. Whole different name. Well, I mean, according to Lance, since she's anatomically still a man, she's just the same person, so oh, okay. You're right. It all goes down to where would you go into prison? <laughs> and that's where I'll If she lops off her penis and the, the penal institution, ironically enough named, says that she can go in the female, you know, uh, populace, 
then then she has her uh, female cred for me. Otherwise, it's back in the hole with the guys. <laughs> yeah. So supposing um, she did she did go through a gender reassignment surgery, hacks off her cock, becomes a woman. Is she a woman to you? Um. First of all, I, I can't believe I just sighed deeply as if I'm lost in thought. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, but if I, now that I've already sighed and I'm deep in thought, I think that if she hacks it off, that uh, I'd probably uh, give her the benefit of the doubt that she's committed. I would still think, you know, she's a little uh, unstable, but I think I'd, uh, yeah, I'd have to give her the, yeah, I'd, I'd call her Caitlin if she uh, whacks off the twig and berries. Okay. Yeah, right. I think I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you can call her ugly yeah, all you as want. As long as so. she's walking around with with a salami between her legs, she's Bruce. Okay, that's yeah, yeah that's your opinion. <laughs> um, I mean, like you can call her ugly all you want. I don't give a shit because <laughs> she's not. I mean, she's not gorgeous. I don't think she's gorgeous. I think she's pretty, but you not fuck gorgeous. Her? No, probably not. Man, she's ugly. A little bit. There's no way you would have fucked someone who's hot or who's good. Well, I didn't say she was hot. But you said she's not ugly. She's not ugly. The only people I won't fuck is ugly people, and I would not fuck. You don't think she, she? You don't think she looks like the guy in drag? Not really. I think she like there's some features that have been uh, sawed down enough to make her look feminine. I think. What feet? You mean her giant Adam's apple? <laughs> her Adam's apple. I think her cheekbones are softer than they used to be. Things like that. Mm. She talks like this, <laughs> and she walks and she crashes around like a dude. She even walks like you can put high heels, but there's still like every time I see her crashing around, it's a guy in a dress. I mean, there are a lot of like transvestites and that you can't tell the difference. Bruce Jenner is not one of them. Bruce <laughs> Jenner is a dude in a dress. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna move on to the next article. <laughs> I just can't get you pissed. You can't. I'm so frustrated. You can't, <laughs> you can't, because, dude, like, I, I hear it all the time, it's, it's, you know, people are gonna believe what they want to believe, and I can't change your mind, so that's fine. <laughs> um, so the next article I got from UPI.com, written by Ben Hooper, posted on September 16th, 2015. So, a man in Louisiana, he was driving his car, and he had a trailer full of horses in it. He went to a bar or some place where they serve alcohol, got drunk... A daiquiri shop, apparently. Got drunk, said, fuck it, I can't drive home, and decided to ride his horse home. One horse? One horse. Named Sugar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they stopped him and they arrested him. Why? Uh, apparently he was disturbing the peace. For by public, by pu- leaving the truck behind with all the horses or by s- riding the horse by home? By riding the horse. They say that he it was public intoxication, therefore he was disturbing the peace. And I'm just like, I think that's a responsible thing to do. Like, did he run over somebody with the horse on the drive home? <laughs> no, no. He was just on the stretch of highway drunkenly riding a horse. That's it. Hmm. It's a little fucked up. Like, you don't want to see some drunk guy on a horse, and I guess that's why he was disturbing the peace. So was he but... obviously drunk? Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay, maybe. I think more importantly was the, was the horse drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't drunk. Yeah, see, they'd have to come down. If, if he's walking or if he's riding around... With a, with a horse that's absolutely three sheets to the wind, I, I can't condone that. <laughs> Where was this? This was in Louisiana. Was this like in a rural area or was it like city-like? 
I don't know. I don't know this city very well. It's called Denham Springs. I, I don't know no for sure. Because if it's if it's not very rural, and then you just have like a guy and a horse that like sticks out out of nowhere, right? Yeah, I'd imagine. So, but like, let me see. It, I mean, wouldn't it have been awesome if he got into a collision with another drunk horseback rider? <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that you look for. So how many people do you think live in, like, big cities like, you know, Miami and New York? Millions of people, right? Mm, yeah, pretty much millions it, Yeah, there's 10,000 people living in this city. Oh, so, so it doesn't it seem like it's out of the ordinary, then. No, I guess not. Apparently, it's, like, not too far away from Baton Rouge, which is a big city, you know. They do have a Mardi Gras parade, so I guess it's not too small? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, he was arrested. He wasn't arrested for, like, a DWI and a horse. But he was arrested for public intoxication and disturbing the peace and shit like that. And, like, when they asked him, he's just like, the horse knows the way home. Fuck it. Why not? That makes a lot of sense. It though. does, I doesn't it? I don't know why this guy... I, Exactly. I agree. No, I mean, everybody has that one story about the uncle who would pass out on his horse and the horse would bring him home, you know, and his wife would, like, unload him and put him in the bed. I mean, that's, like, that's wise tale 101. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have that story Did you? Yeah man <laughs> Happens all the time Back in Argentina No but I don't I don't understand Well I guess you can't be Publicly intoxicated you right? Can't. I it, guess not So Makes Wait. sense why But He was just trying to get home And he decided to be Responsible enough To not drive his if car If he would have been responsible He would have gotten drunk When he had a fucking truck Full of horses Yeah it's true so, But you know It's not being responsible It's responsible enough To not want to drive drunk You know Like the, the fact that he made That conscious decision Because I know people Who don't make that decision Who still drive the fuck home yeah. So it's just like I You know I, I'm applauding this guy More than some of the people I know Because he's like Okay I obviously can't drive So I'm just gonna take my horse home yeah, but then other people uh, that you may know may other, not have a horse. The other side available. of the coin is, if he's in a pickup truck, the pickup truck's not going to be shitting all the way down a suburban street when he comes home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. No, I mean, there's no shit to clean up, so that's always good. <laughs> well, well that'll be the, you know, they'll put him in an orange jumpsuit and he'll have to just walk through and clean up all the horse crap that, uh, as he walks home. What, do horses really shit that much that they'll shit the whole way home? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm pretty sure. That, that reminds me. You guys don't know this about Lance Mannion. Lance Mannion is the proud owner of two chinchillas. And when I tell you they shit like you cannot believe, every five seconds they shoot out another pellet. <laughs> to the point where you think in 20 minutes they would just be an empty ch- you know, chinchilla husk. I don't know where they get it from. But they poop constantly, and, and it's, it's actually a scientific marvel. I want to look into it because they definitely poop more than they take in from eating. But what does this but have to do with a horse? Nugget of wisdom away. What, what does this have to do with a horse, though? Well, you were saying that, you know, does a horse poop that much? That's why we can never genetically engineer a cross between a horse and a chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs> two chinchillas I do that's the truth that's very true okay what, what, what are their names um sweet pea and baby doll 
I'm the, pretty sure you didn't see, name him. Now, can't you just tell all your listeners are suddenly warming up to Lance Mannion? Like, every <laughs> girl listening just went, aww. <laughs> Did you name them after the Sucker Punch characters? Yeah, they are named a very good call. They, they, really? They were? They were. Do you you like that movie? <laughs> I like the names. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Because <laughs> well, I mean, everybody knows that idiot that names his dog Ted. No, you, you don't want to be that guy, so you got to give him a goofy animal name. <laughs> I'm not going to have, like, Mike and Fred. <laughs> I can't say anything. My roommate's dog is named Eddie. So, where did you get chinchillas from, and are they a hassle? Uh, they just keep them in a tank. They, they're, they're a hideous mistake, <laughs> and they apparently live about four to five hundred years. <laughs> what? Because they, they they just show no signs of dying whatsoever. Gerbils and hamsters are awesome. By the time you get sick of them, two weeks later, they're stiff in their cage. Not chinchillas, man. They just will not die. They're timeless. They're fucking vampire animals. How long have you had the... I'm guessing, like, only a few years, because that movie is pretty fresh, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. And that would be the time. I mean, it's been not five or six years, though, since that movie came out. So, yeah. I mean, it feels like I've had it forever, because... They're adorable and cute, but they won't let you touch them. So they're just really annoying. All they do is constantly shit. They shit, shit, shit. You have to feed them so they can shit some more. Do they attack you if you try to hold them or pet them? No, they're, they're really quick, so there's no way you can actually even touch them. They do this little behavior called popcorn where they jump up and bounce off the walls and bounce off you. Like, they'll come up to you as long as you don't have any intention of touching them. They'll jump on you and sit on your knee. But if you even look twice, like, oh, let me, you know, give you a scratch under the, the, the chin and, and bond, they're like, fuck off, they popcorn, and off they go, shitting all over the carpet. <laughs> oh, so you have these chinchillas loose in your house? They're not, like, in a cage or a tank? No, 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 they're, they're both in their cages, but, like, an idiot, every once in a while I feel bad that, you know, you have this, you know, <laughs> fun-loving animal that's stuck in a cage. So I, I, I bought this giant fencing so I fence off part of the room so they, they can sprint around. So they basically, I apparently, um, first of all, they don't get along. And I, this may be more information than you ever wanted to know, but chinchillas, uh, either they're, they don't like each other or by nature they don't get along. All they do is they run up to each other and piss on each other. <laughs> Dude. They rear up on their hind legs and they piss. And so the other one gets pissed and pisses back. So I try to separate them so they piss on me. So then I want to fucking punt them out of the room because I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes vacuuming up 15 pounds of chinchilla shit. <laughs> the, the first half of the show and the second half, like, it's been two complete different last manions. Because he came out swinging, being anti-PC. And now the second half, I just picture him chasing fucking guinea pigs around the room. He wakes up, has coffee, writes a short story in 10 minutes, and then spends the rest of the day chasing these, these fucking things around his room. And showering because I got pissed on by a bunch of rodents. So, do you hate your fucking chinchillas or not? Like, I can't tell. 
But no, I'm trapped. It's an unhealthy relationship. They're like two girlfriends that won't move out. They won't die. He obviously cares enough because they look cute, but he doesn't like them because he can't pet them and they shit all the time. Right, they, they are like girlfriends. <laughs> They're like an online girlfriend, is that what he said? Well, honestly, the, the social contract, when you when you buy a small mammal, it's understood they're going to live for a year or two times. <laughs> that's just a given. They, you know, that's the, these guys just won't die. And I talk to other people, but they don't even remember when they got the chinchillas. Like, their grandfather gave them these chinchillas, and they lived in the house for 300 years. <laughs> So once you <laughs> once you go, then the the people that buy your house after will still have your chinchillas. What are you trying to say? Oh, absolutely, and their parents, and, and they'll be like a ghost. It'll haunt them. This is fucking ridiculous. Like again, he he did start out bitching about PC culture, and now he's bitching about chinchillas, dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've established two things. Lance Mannion is very sad and very angry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, so. see, now I picture him a little more happy, though, because he's there trying to pet chinchillas. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when he wakes up every morning, he's like, today's the day. Today <laughs> is the day. And he always wakes up with a good attitude, like, smiling and shit. Today's the day he gets to pet the chinchillas. <laughs> but he always goes to bed angry as fuck, mad, and picking up fucking chinchilla shit. Okay, first of all, you're assuming I get a good night's sleep. I don't because they're fucking nocturnal and they spend the entire night taking their water bottle and slamming it against the cage all <laughs> night. Every night. The two of them. That's how they have enough urine to just piss on each other constantly. <laughs> they're either eating or drinking, ready to piss or shit. Just a so miserable... then, like you say, I come in, good intentions. I, every other day, they, they each get a raisin. So I walk in there thinking that, you know, it's nothing but sunshine and flowers. I'm going to give them the raisin. They're going to come and snuggle up to me and say, oh, it's all been a terrible misunderstanding. I'm actually an adorable pet. <laughs> so they, they take the raisin. They start to eat it. I stick my finger forward to try to pet them. They fucking run into their cage. And then, I, then I'm ranting the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, my God. So now we know why Lance is so mad. Yeah. Can't pet his fucking chinchillas. Yeah. <laughs> My apologies to WURD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call in tomorrow and just talk about my chinchilla until they cut me off. Dude, I'm just like, that, that's gonna make me fucking laugh for a long time. Every time I feel like shit, I just think about Lance chasing his fucking chinchillas around. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like. That's just like a sitcom, dude. Just him and his fucking chinchillas and his miserable fucking life he has. This might be the most depressing conversation ever. <laughs> oh, man, it is so yeah, awesome. You fuckers have unveiled the real Lance Manion. <laughs> Alright, you convinced me. I am not getting a fucking chinchilla. Yeah, that's my cause. That's my that's my Susan G. Coleman moment. <laughs> if I can just convince one poor bastard not to get to the show, that's God's work. As much as I fucking Everybody love... Wear, everywhere, everyone wear brown as a reminder not to get your kids chinchillas. Those fucking chinchillas will see your kids 
dead eight years from now. And I, and I, I just picture a sitcom of like Lance Mannion. His life is like going perfect. The only thing he needs is a pet. So he goes out, you know, he's married, has kids, everything. He goes out, he gets a chinchilla. And from then on, everything just starts going to shit. His wife leaves him because he's always trying to pet the chinchillas. His kids just think he's insane. Let him go. And he's just there, left alone, writing and trying to pet chinchillas. That would be... talking to me. Like, after my wife leaves me, they're like, you should have seen that coming, Lance. Oh, my God, dude. And the other one would look at me and go, you should have pissed on her. You feel like <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it'll be like one of those like uh, um, you know crazy uh, endings where they find out that there was no chinchillas and it's Lance Mannion walking around shitting on the carpet. <laughs> Dude, like all I can think get about M Night Shyam, get M Night Shyamalan on the phone. I think I just found gold. All I can think about is just like. They say to get a pet, and apparently it rewards you like so much over because they're so like it's so satisfying to own a pet because of how great they are, not fucking chinchillas and not for lads. <laughs> no, that's why you don't. Well, you see them at pet stores, but no one ever buys them because they're not stupid like I am. <laughs> I should have got something cuddly like a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love this conversation, there's more to go over, so let's do that. Oh, what have we got? <laughs> okay, theguardian.com. <laughs> Posted by Joanna Walters on September 20th. This is a ooh, this is a discussion piece for you. A 17-year-old boy is getting charged as an adult for having pictures, naked pictures of himself at the age of 16. Naked pictures of himself? Of himself. At the age of 16. That's fucking retarded. And so is his girlfriend. Oh, come on. Who hasn't whacked it to themselves once? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so is his girlfriend. His girlfriend's 16 and also getting charged as an adult for having naked pictures of herself. That is retarded. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. That is the that is so fucking stupid. I Oh, my God. Where is this? North Carolina. I knew it was one of those fucking hick states. I knew. Because, like, how did... People find out that they had each other's pictures on their phones. I can't say. I mean, let's see. Uh, oh, apparently, like they were, uh, the police were investigating a problem with sexual image, uh, sexual images being shared around school without permission. And then they looked at his phone. And they're like, "You have pictures, naked pictures of yourself. We're gonna have to take you in." But was he? Was he? distributing these pictures, passing them around. As far as they know, no. Him and his girlfriend were having their own intimate relationship, sending each other pictures of themselves naked, which is what you do with your, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend. It's stupid to do. It's retarded to do that to begin with, just to send someone a picture. It's stupid. But I don't think they should be charged of course at not. all for this. Of course not. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, okay, they're just having an intimate relationship. What are you going to do? That's what teenagers do. They're going to send pictures of themselves to each other. And, like, I mean, you might think it's stupid, but that's what they do. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think sending a picture, especially nowadays, with, like, a lot of things going through the cloud yeah, and shit true, like but... that, is very fucking stupid. But they're not... Especially if you're sending, like, a naked picture of yourself or something that you don't want anyone other than that one person to see. Let's say if you only want that person to see, then fucking... Be in front of that yeah. person, you know, like, whatever. But don't don't send him a picture. But the, as far as they know, it's not being shared anywhere. So yeah. it's not really exploitation of child pornography or what minors or whatever because it's themselves. Yeah, of and course. And it's between the both of them and they're still minors. And the worst part about all of it is that 
16 is the age of consent in, in North Carolina. So where's the real issue here? Well, the real issue is that they're under 18, right? Yeah, but no, but again, the age of consent is 16, so it doesn't matter if they're under 18 or not. Then why are they being... Well, the age of consent... Yeah, for... what, are they, what are they actually being charged with? Pornography? Yeah, child pornography. But I thought you said the age of consent is 16. Exactly. So it's just regular pornography, it's not child pornography. No, they're being they're being charged with child pornography. Like it, it's like the charges have to do with like um with you know pornography with a minor or whatever. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. It really doesn't. Trust me, I'm I'm trying to read to you as accurately as I can from this article, but I don't get it. Like he like him and him and his girlfriend are ha- have to strike a plea deal in order to not be sent to jail and be registered as a sex offender. That's fucking like. I don't understand why this is an issue at all. Are they trying to send a message? I don't know. Like, most of everyone in this article that's even commenting on it are saying this is absolutely fucking stupid. Because it's them pictures of themselves. They're not distributing it anywhere. And the age of consent is 16 anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. We agree finally that, uh, that that's a pretty fucked up place. But it all goes back to that whole, you know... Bible something morality stuff. That, I mean, it, it's a curse. I mean, these people, their lives are going to be wrecked. They're going to be registered sex offenders no, 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 for the no. rest of their lives. They're not. They took a picture. They're not. They're not. If they strike this plea deal, they won't be registered as sex offenders. What would happen to them? Okay, so this is. Let me see if I can find it again. Um, let's see. Where is it? They they're striking a plea deal. And they have to, okay, uh, they have to admit it's a misdemeanor, and therefore felony charges will be dropped. But they will be on probation for a year. Um, let's see. And they have to pay $200 in court costs, stay in school, refrain from using drugs and alcohol, or illegal drugs and alcohol, take a class in making good decisions, and do 30 hours of customer services. Uh, community services, I'm sorry. And customer services. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, We're going to ship them over to India. <laughs> That's probably worse than jail. Just go do customer service. And they're not allowed to have phones for a year. I think... It's one of if, if it's like the girl's parents, like the sheriff in town or some shit. I don't know. It's like he's trying to teach him a lesson or some bullshit, because that's what it sounds like. It does, doesn't it? It sounds like a sitcom. It, not really. What man's life sounds <laughs> oh, like? Oh, you've got a lot of ideas for sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it sounds like some kooky thing that like that that uh, sitcom would use. You know, would utilize like like let's say like uh oh, George Lopez because I've been watching that show recently. It's fucking terrible. Let's say George Lopez is a cop and happens to find his daughter has nudes nudes on her phone. He's like, fuck. Okay, how do we teach her a lesson? Oh, I'm gonna arrest her for having nudes on her phone for you know blah blah blah. This sounds like a kooky sitcom situation. You know. It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. But yeah, whatever. Go on probation for a year, and then after that, it's done. It's probation for a year, $200 in court costs, 30 hours of community service, and no cell phone for a year. Why no cell phone? And they're probably famous. Everybody in the world Google to see if they can see naked pictures of them. Right? <laughs> like, I don't I don't get it. Like, it, it's, it's pretty harsh, actually, but I guess the alternative is much worse, so. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think it's that hard to live without a cell phone. It's it? not, but no, I'm not I'm talking about the cell phone in general, but like $200 in court costs, 30, 30 hours community service, a class on good decision making and shit like that. That's like, probably the, the worst one. I don't want to go to a class on good Like, it's, I don't know, I think they. Like you guys don't see the irony that the there's a class called making good right? decisions <laughs> taught by somebody that no doubt has made terrible life decisions, otherwise <laughs> he wouldn't be teaching a class on making good life decisions. Hey. Eh? 
How do you know that's not what they wanted the whole time? And they did nothing but good decisions till they made it to that point. How do you oh, qualify to teach comedy. that? How do you qualify to teach that class anyways? I don't fucking know. I thought I could get a sitcom out of it. Huh? <laughs> He's, what did you say, Lance? <laughs> You're completely ignoring me. This is comedy gold, you guys are just pissing all <laughs> <laughs> Repeat it, repeat it. No, no, you don't get it. You weren't listening, you don't get it. The <laughs> listeners and I will share a very special bond now. <laughs> they know how fucking funny I am, and you guys weren't listening. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to say it, Man. so I have to move on. <laughs> So yeah, like it's it's so weird. Like it it like the reason why they're being tried as adults is because they are over sixteen, but the pictures were taken at the, at the age of sixteen, which is the age of consent. So it's like, where is the fucking problem here? Yeah, that's retarded. It makes no fucking sense. They're being tried as adults for being over sixteen, but these pictures were taken at over sixteen. So, so what's could could the these issue? kids get lawyers? Well, at this point, like, I don't think they're even going to get into that because they already strike, struck these plea deals because they don't, I guess they don't even want to consider the option of being registered as a sex offender at age of 16, you know? Yeah, but wouldn't, like, any fucking lawyer that knows what they're doing be able to get him out? It makes no sense. I don't know. I I, I really can't say. Like, they, they are striking that plea deal. They are going for it. Oh. Like, there's, I guess they, maybe they got lawyers involved and the lawyers are like, there's nothing we can do. I don't know. Lance. Maybe the lawyer is also a listener of WURD. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask Lance, Lance, at what age were you registered? Uh, well, I've been registered three times. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. Um, the third time I actually got a medal and uh, a bracelet that I get to wear on my foot the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, th- this article makes no sense to me. All right. Well, it doesn't, but that was it, and there, there's nothing more to it. Like they're gonna, they're obviously gonna look into the laws from here on out because practically everyone is like, this is absolutely ludicrous. Like you should not be trying these kids for having pictures of themselves naked and shit like that, especially when they're over the age of consent. And sh- but whatever. I'm moving on because this is like infuriating. <laughs> I think as as a protest, we should flood the uh, the county prosecutor's office with naked pictures of us. <laughs> All right, so Lance will be the only one sending naked pictures. Believe <laughs> me, that's punishment enough. <laughs> All right, so the next one, it's a very feel-good story. Not necessarily weird, but just a nice feel-good story after, you know, Lance just shat on everybody. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> I expected that, so I came prepared. So, UPI.com, posted by, what's this fucker's name? Uh, ben Hooper, again, uh, on September 18th. So, a dog named Phoebe, no, not Phoebe, that's the other dog, a dog named Tilly was lost, disappeared, and not not too long later, another dog named Phoebe also disappeared, and I guess it went, like, days went by before, like... Did these two dogs, did they know each other? Um, I think they were part of the same, uh, like, shelter? Oh, shelter? Shelter, yeah, I believe so... I think so. I'm not exactly sure. They they both disappeared basically, and like they they were searching for fucking days. They they put up signs and shit that said you know this dog reddish dog named matching Tilly reddish dog her name's Tilly blah blah blah. And finally someone's like I think I found uh, this dog. They said a dog resembling their description was like on their property several times. So they went to go look, 
Um, it was near like a ravine and shit like that. So they went over and they found they went over. I guess like this is like a wilderness area. They went inside and they heard barking and then they followed it and they found one of the dogs was like her head was like lying on a concrete cistern, which is I guess like a like the opening of a river or something. I really can't say it's like a man-made thing where there's water and I'm guessing there's like um, a strong fl- a strong flow of water. Mm-hmm. And um, so they saw this dog. This was one of the lost dogs. Her head was like lying down on on the the concrete sister and they're like fuck that means the other dog is probably dead in there right mm-hmm. they looked inside the dog was fine managed to stay above the water and they found out that this other dog had been lying there for like days looking for someone to help her friend out from the little cistern and the first the one that was in the water was the first one to, to disappear disappear yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah. So, apparently, this dog had been there for days keeping, you know, her, her friend company until... And then trying to find help to save the, the, her friend. And, you know, finally, they found him. Feel good story. Now, you know, that's complete conjecture. Yeah. It could be just that that, that dog pushed the other one in. <laughs> and wanted to wait till it watched it drown. No, that's what chinchillas would do. And then piss on it. <laughs> and, and no, then they, would, they would walk out of the river after they shit their way out. <laughs> just make a nice little pile so they are above water and just get out. And that's hey, just... you never lose a chinchilla. All you have to do is follow their the poop. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually you'll just come, creep up on a mountain of shit, you know, mm-hmm. the size of an yeah, anthill I mean... or something. <laughs> but that's a feel-good story, you know. A dog saved her friend. Or tried to save her friend and kept her company for days trying to the, get help and shit. The like thing that. that stuck with me the most about this story is that people from the shelter actually went out looking for the dogs. I, I mean, like, it's, I can't, That's I don't know. That's weird, because don't they just, like, people from shelters keep the dogs for 30 days, and if no one gets them, they just put them down anyways? I, I really can't well, say. Were, that's why they were looking for him. It was their time to get <laughs> put down. <laughs> oh, here they are. Okay, now let's take them back and kill them. <laughs> Yeah, because I thought that was that was weird. Like people from the shelter actually went out searching for these dogs. It's I mean, like I don't know the the whole story. Like this this article is not giving me the whole story because it's like it's based on pictures from Facebook and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like it's not telling me hundred percent. But I, I'm but like that's what I'm again. That's what I'm. Um, that's what I'm the evidence that I got from this mm-hmm. article. That's kind of vague. I just figured that this you know shelter, uh, which is called the the Vashon Island Pet Protectors, you know they. It's pr- it's probably one of those no kill shelters. Yeah, probably maybe yeah, yeah. one of those nonprofit organizations that's trying hard to like uh, put these dogs in different homes and not actually kill the animals and shit like that. Yeah. So well, I was going to give you kudos for painting that elaborate picture of the uh, the tunnel. It was a water where water came out of, and there was a, a tunnel, and it was by some some water. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm a like, fucking cistern is. That's a real gift. <laughs> I don't know what a cistern is. <laughs> well, it's called research. It's an underground reservoir for rainwater, okay? <laughs> now, wouldn't you have told the story a little different? I got the impression that you thought a cistern was a bell. <laughs> yes, it was it's basically like a fucking man-made tunnel where they, where water is deposited. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a slab of cement with some water on the side and then the dog was in it. <laughs> That's what you said. Right, and, I, and I'm like, if that was A, like the 
one dog was dead with his head on the cement. And I'm like, oh, no, wait, he's, he's alive. And they're in this giant bell, and there's water somewhere. I actually thought that's where you were going when you said his head was on the cement. I'm like, is that dog dead? No, it's not dead. He was just lying there and resting and shit like that. The magic the magic of podcasts, I pictured a dog with his brain splattered all over the cement. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was a dead dog, too, until you explained it. Yeah, I did. Well, I just told you it's a feel-good story. You want to let me fucking hear about a well, dog? Well, maybe dying? something else happens because of that. Like, they find a human that would have died if they didn't go searching for those dogs. Like, something like that. Nah, I wouldn't tell that. Or story. maybe it's a feel-good story if you're a vulture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a dead carcass? That's <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it was, you know, a, a crevice in the fucking um, water. I mean, a crevice in the ground, mad-made, <laughs> meant for water to flow through, and it was deep, and obviously a dog couldn't get out of it. It's bit, almost like a well, but it's more like a tunnel and shit like that, and they couldn't get out of it, and uh, it managed well, to I stay. know if I ever put one of my books on tape, I know I found the guy who's reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. But you, but you don't have. You don't have to read it word for word. You have to interpret it your own way. Like everything you write. That's right, right. You read it and then retell each story. It doesn't explain In what it's. Lance Manion, there's uh, eight stories, and the book on tape is fifteen hours. <laughs> it doesn't say what a cistern is, and it's just. It's just a picture, a picture of a dog in like a fucking well, essentially. So it's just like I don't know what a fucking cistern is. Damn, the other dog was able to take a picture of him. <laughs> it's a fucking group. That's what. I, that's group. what I've got to do. I've got to have you read one of my stories. <laughs> that's what we got to do. I, I want a YouTube video where you read it. You read it to yourself, and then you retell it. So like drunk history, but you can be completely sober. <laughs> do you know what a cistern is? Huh? Do you know what a cistern no. is? No, come on. I, don't give me that shit. <laughs> I thought I could describe it. I just did a bad job of describing it. You've never heard of the Cistern Channel? No. It was a play on Chapel, but I blew it. You did. <laughs> that you heard. That you heard. When I it goal, you missed it. <laughs> You got. You gave us about fifteen minutes of you and your fucking chinchillas. I think we're okay. <laughs> uh, when I grow well, up, I want to be like. Now nice. every time, all you're gonna care about, I'll be like, "Yes, and I've got a new book." And you'll be like, "Fuck the new book. How are the chinchillas?" <laughs> right. <laughs> any, any new stories about you trying to pet it? They bit you instead. We're gonna have him on every week for fifteen minutes, like chinchilla <laughs> segment. <laughs> Only if you come up with a theme song. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Whew, okay, so that's the end to get a load of this. <laughs> do, 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 do. You just got a load of this. Chinchilla. So anything everything we talked about, you can find at dropaloads.com, and you can please follow us on Twitter at PC and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast or by searching Dropaloads Productions on Facebook. You can also follow me on Instagram at Loads and check out the YouTube channel where we have some videos at youtube.com slash P. That's Loads and letter P. All right. Also, don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. We are officially a part of another network run by the Pure BS Podcast guys. BSPodcastNetwork.com. Uh, also, we're on three internet radio stations: the Mix Talk, T H E M I X X FM. We're on on Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're also on the Revere Radio. That's R E V E R E Radio Network.com at Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern. And lastly, we're on Cornucopia Radio. That's C O R N U C O P I A Radio hyphen Radio dot C L dot U K. 
Okay. So, Lance, um, what do you want to pimp? Well, I'm just impressed by that longer list of people. I would have, had I known people were actually listening, I would have never said half the stuff I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are far-reaching now, Lance. You can get fucking death. Yeah, I would like to start my apology with a, uh, to address both the gay, midget, black community. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. No one hates you anymore. That's pretty much squarely my demographic. <laughs> I think you're okay now after the chinchilla stories. Yeah, they know you have a kind of a heart. Yeah, I, I figured I was on the rope, so I'd better go heartwarming. So uh, <laughs> I pulled out the old chinchilla story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you need to pimp, Lance? Well, it's, it's pre-pimping, but uh, in the coming months, look for my new book, uh, What You Don't Understand. It's another collection of short stories. Uh pretty much along the vein of uh, the same stupid shit I've been saying for the last uh, hour. So more chinchilla stories? Believe it or not, I do not think there's any chinchilla stories in this one. Fuck that. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> All right, so go to LanceManion.com if you found them funny and not offensive. Go to LanceManion.com. <laughs> L-A-N-C-E-M-A-N-I-O-N.com. That book is going to come out in three to four weeks whenever he's ready to put it out, I guess, when he's in his underwear one day. When he takes a break from chasing the chinchillas, he'll stop <laughs> to release his fucking book. <laughs> Your favorite urine-soaked author will be releasing a new book. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, thanks again, Lance. Uh, so, until next time. We like dropping loads. We All love right. it. We don't like it. But yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we love it? Do I love dropping loads, or, or am, I too, am, I, am I being too coy? <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Man, we love it with a question mark. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> Like a sky so filled with stars You can't find a constellation Everyone's so sensitive To any bad vibration You're so impressing While we're regressing Said I like to go to the library Crawl around on all fours and sniff people's feet <laughs> Next week you'll hear that last man you got his ass one horse named Sugar. I think more importantly was the was the horse drum. Hey everybody, it's Ben Dorst. Stephen Dominguez. Go to purebspodcast.com and find out what I can't talk about. Oh, there's so many bleeps. Bleep it when I say something. <laughs> 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 purebspodcast.com.